all got our notes. We all got our pens, and we're going to write down because God's going to speak through them. Amen? Amen. So we're going to start off with, with Johnny. Y'all know Johnny and Adrian. Amazing, loving couple. Amen. John's going to come up here and uh, preach the fire. Amen. Amen. We're going to watch him burn tonight. <laughs> Amen. Good night. How y'all doing? I'm good, man. God is giving. He's a good God. Uh, the message that I'm coming with y'all today with, get organized real quick. Wish I had a little earphone Pastor Blake be having. I feel like I don't got enough hands. I'm actually going to come out of 1 Peter, and the title of the message is a bunch of notes. Don't let your struggle become your identity. All right. I'm going first, Peter. But before I get into that, how many of y'all have struggles out here? Yeah. And without struggles, you pretty much don't have a person. Like you need that struggle to become who you are, and it, it identifies who you are. And God allow certain entities and other things to put you through struggles and tests and all that. But in First Peter, going to chapter one, verse six through seven, and this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been graved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith be much more precious than gold. That perishes through it is tested by fire, may be found to perish, honor and glory, praise, honor and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So when I read that, what I got of that, and God, God's dealing with me right now. And he ain't the only one. But what I got out of that is that God allow you to go through things basically just to see how you're going to react to it and to build your character. And when he does that, he'll, he'll allow pretty much anything come your way. But he just wants you to believe in him and pray about it. Because with prayer, anything's possible. If y'all ain't never heard that, y'all ain't been here long enough. <laughs> Anything's possible with prayer And uh, pretty much like it tells us We must accept the part of the trial Because part of the trial is like the blessing that you get from the trial And you can't get that blessing without the trial You got to go through something to get something And I got a little testimony for y'all. As y'all see, my beautiful wife ain't here tonight. But that was another, yes, it's a testimony. The devil, the devil's a lie. 
and I bind them up in the name of Jesus. But uh, I got this word, um, this uh, text, and Pastor Blake was like, I want you to preach. I'm like, yes, sir, I preach. I do anything for the Lord. I'm, you know, I'm at his disposal. But the devil have his way of stepping in and getting to certain people and trying to take over. And unfortunately, he, he did some things and tried to stop me from getting here. But, you know, God had it ordained for me to be up here to speak this word to y'all. And he made it happen anyway. I, I got it here on the, on the skin of my teeth, but it still worked out. God's going to make it a beautiful thing. I didn't even start my clock, Pastor Beck, but I hope you're timing me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm sweating bullets up here. But, yeah, First Peter. First Peter. I wrote in my little notes. Be glad about this event, though it may not be necessary for you to be sad for a while because of the many kinds of trials you suffer. The purpose is to prove that your faith is genuine. And if you have genuine faith, anything's possible for you. And if you got Jesus in your life, you know it's possible for you. And, you know, and pretty much, you know, uh, just having faith and being genuine, it's, it's all beautiful. But without that trial, it's just, it's just a lost cause because you got to actually go through something to be something. And if you ain't been through nothing, keep living. <laughs> what my granddaddy used to tell me, he was like, yeah. He told me I've been around since you were knee-high to a grasshopper. I still don't know what that means. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's go on back to what I wrote in this word. Even gold, which can be turned, uh, d destroyed, is tested by fire. as so... Your faith, which is much more precious than gold, must also be tested so that it may endure. Then you will receive praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed. And I don't know about y'all, but that, that gets me excited. I, like That makes me want to shout. Man, I get so crunk. About that, I'm, I'm sorry. Let's try not to do a bonics to y'all tonight, cause crunk. If y'all don't know, gets me excited. That's the other word for excited. <laughs> but yeah, it makes me want to jump around when I hear that, because I don't know if y'all been reading the Bible like I have. I'm one of my New Year things when Pastor Blake told everybody to try to do something for the year. Mine have been reading the Bible, and I've been reading it strongly. Right now, I'm in um, Exodus, and it's talking about Moses. And I don't know how y'all feel about Moses and what he did, but he was a strong man of God. And he was deserving God at the time when God didn't play with you. <laughs> God did not play with them. Like, he was knocking them off. And if y'all understand knocking them off, my harmonics, uh, I'm going uh, to rephrase that for you. He was dropping them dead. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so... I mean, I'm just glad that we have Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and that we live in the grace right now because it could be a lot worse. It could be a lot worse. And through God, um, Jesus' grace, we are able to be part of the kingdom and followers of God and Christ. And go on to it. I got a couple of more scriptures I'm going to go with y'all. I'm kind of new at this, so y'all bear with me. 
All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to read uh, Romans 5, 3 and 4. Give y'all a while to get there if y'all ain't already there. Amen, if y'all there. All right, Romans 5. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulations precede perseverance, and perseverance create character, and character creates hope. So with that said, like, I was telling y'all, y'all basically got to go through something to become a character. Because right now, y'all just a sketch. And y'all ain't a full sketch. <laughs> y'all half a sketch. Y'all missing a leg or maybe a hand. You may have played hangman. How they draw a little dude. Y'all ain't got the whole word yet. Until you actually go through something. And every time you go through something, you get another little limb. You get a leg or, <laughs> or a toe or foot or something. And yeah, yeah, it could be brain cell. But, yeah, every time you get something, though, it's building your character. And once you finally get that character together, you're fully at the full capacity to be used the way God wants you to be used. And Romans 5, basically what he's saying in that scripture is, like, he's going to send things your way. He's going he gonna to do things and have things done to you just to see where your heart is, where your mind is, and how you actually trying to go through it. Because, give another testimony. I felt like I needed to get baptized next week, Pastor, because I was going through one of my trials, and I wasn't as strong. Steady calling on the Lord, I went and got me a bird. And I felt so bad. I've been on the altar for the last two weeks since I did that. <laughs> and... I was just like, that wasn't the right thing to do. It just hurt me in my spirit. And I was I was feeling like convicted. And if you ever made a step with Lord, like if you do something that you know they ain't right, and then I don't think I got drunk. So I, I mean, but I still felt convicted because I know I shouldn't have been drinking it, you know. So it, it bothered me like real heavy. And I had to just come and pray. I was here days that I didn't have to pray. Like one day they had a cutting edge disciple meeting. Y'all fellas need to make that if y'all ain't made it. But uh, I made it one night and I had just I had just worked. I worked that morning from nine nine to six and then I got off and probably got an hour rest and went in the wall, um, Kroger's from 10 to six and they have it at six in the morning. I made it here probably about 6.37 and God had spoke to me like before I even came because I'm stocking at Kroger's all night. I listened to the Bible, and uh, he had spoke to me in a word, and it just saw how he ordained it. Like when I pulled up here and walked into the back prayer room, what they was talking about was just what I got through reading, and it was the message that I needed to hear. And then I came in here to the altar, and and I prayed, and I actually have another message that I was working on that ties into that. Um, that I was going to do on the 16th If we're still preaching on the 16th But uh, <laughs> But yeah it, it talks about falling asleep And I fell, I, I fell asleep And like you can fall asleep And that's what the devil wants you to do Is fall asleep But you got to stay awake for the Lord 
And I ain't gonna really go into that message because I, I really been working on that one, so it's gonna be a little better. And this is the first time I'm kind of getting my feet wet, so. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm gonna go read back on Romans because I thought Romans was a little interesting when I read it. And Romans tells us, it say Paul tells us that in the future we will become, but until then we must overcome. And that was just, when I read that, that stuck out to me. I thought that was like the powerful thing I ever heard. Like, you will become. And that can mean a lot of things. You can become of this world. Or you can become of God's world. And the choice is pretty much you. And what you want to do. And with them trials, you're going to have a whole bunch of choices. But the only choices I can give to y'all that I feel like will help y'all that help me is give it to God let go and let God because if you let go and let God everything's possible and and, the, and it's power in the name of Jesus if y'all don't know that I'm a living testimony of that we had a uh, I can't even think of it right now the little harvest fest out here man they did the little thing with Kendra the little cake little cake raffle thing and I wanted a cake so bad everybody was getting cake I'm like man I want one of them cakes <laughs> I'm like Lord I, I actually prayed to Jesus for a cake and y'all laughing but I got that cake <laughs> but after I got that cake I felt convicted because Christian wanted it and I should have gave it to her because I only ate one slice of it before it went bad <laughs> but yeah it was it was all right. That was God. Like I should have shared the cake. I should have just cut it up right there <laughs> and took my little piece because then my wife got on to me like, "What you gonna do with that cake?" I don't know what I'm gonna do with that cake. Eat a piece. It's good. <laughs> but yeah. All right, I'm gonna go on down and read a little bit more. Of, well. Paul told us this means we will express difficulties that help us grow we rejoice in suffering not because we lack pain or deny its terror but because we know God is using life difficulties as a Satan attack to build our character and like I was telling y'all earlier, he'll step in and do what he can do. But he only can do so much. He only can do what God allowed him to do. Let's put it that way. Because I know that was God probably just not testing me and testing my wife. And the whole ordeal of me getting her. But I know who my, my power come from. I know who, who wakes me up in the morning. Who 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 gives me a little fifty dollars to put in ties every week from a little five hundred dollar check, and I multiplies that because my bills are way more than five hundred dollars. So I don't know how I'm paying that, but <laughs> I know how I'm paying it. It's God. It is God, and He will He will make a way. He is a will out of a way. And he's so good to me, man. I don't know. I just, every time I say the name Jesus, it just get me all emotional inside. And I want to cry a little bit. And 
I get touched a little bit, and then I come here and I see all y'all beautiful people, and y'all are inspiration to me because before I got to this church, I went to several churches in Denton, and I can name them. I don't care. Y'all might have ex-members of them, but it was Pleasant Grove, St. Andrews, Mo Street, all them, you know, where the pastor is about 70 years old, and I don't got nothing against old folks, so don't be waiting on me outside or nothing. <laughs> I don't got nothing against y'all, but it just, I didn't feel like I was getting fed in that church. And then my wife met this lady named Sharon. I don't know if y'all remember Sharon. She stopped coming here unfortunately but she came to church brought my wife to church before she was my wife and uh she was like yeah i got a new church because at the time we were shacking if y'all know what shacking is that's that's, <laughs> that's another ebonics uh yeah i was shacking i was uh living living not right girlfriends and boyfriends stay in the same house hey that's a no-no but um uh, yeah, she told me about the church, and I came, and I met Pastor Blake, and he blew me away. And then I'm like, I ain't never heard a white guy speak tongues before. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. And then I talked to him a little bit. He, he liked basketball. like, yeah, I like him. So I told him my situation, and I started coming to church, and I don't know. It seemed like y'all want to kick me out now. I, I can't stop coming. <laughs> But yeah, he married me and my beautiful wife. Matter of fact, I gotta get another picture because I got you signing uh wedding the thing as my phone saving. I can just see the top and I don't know if you <laughs> But yeah, I'm gonna get another picture from you. And God is good. I'm just I'm just glad to be amongst fellow Christians. I mean, Paul, I love you. Brenda boy Andy back there. I really wanted to see Andy up here so don't let him think you're making it <laughs> it ain't too bad Andy you just gotta let go and let God yeah, it's not cause I'm, I'm really just talking to y'all right now I ain't really I don't read my scriptures but I'm just talking to y'all and just trying to testify how good God really is and how continue, And if you continue to lean on him he'll lean on you even more and the blessings and abundance and that everything that he done gave me i just i can't i can't start to tell y'all i guess my time's up <laughs> here comes the sand man <laughs> da, 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 da. but hey i love y'all god bless y'all <laughs> amen amen Amen. Come on, let's give God praise one more time for some powerful preaching. You know, I'm going to tell y'all what. This is the first time he was, he, he was probably shy, but he kept it real. Amen. He kept it real, preached from the heart. And I, I took down some real good notes here. And one of the things, one of the things, well, a few things caught me. One of the things that caught me here is when he's talking about rejoicing in the trials because they produce character. And until you have character, you're just a what? A sketch. If you play the hangman, you're not there. You got to build the character, amen? So we got to rejoice when we get these trials, amen? We got we to gotta rejoice and go all in and you know what? Keep it real, amen? Keep it real. Don't, don't hold back, amen? And, 
And one, one of the other things he said, you continue to lean on him, he'll lean on you even more. Amen. That's, that's part of that character as you continue to trust him and say, okay, God, you know, I trust you. Amen. Amen. We thank God for that. Amazing, amazing message. And we're going to go to uh, round two. Brother Donnie's going to come up here and preach, a, preach an amazing sermon. Amen. Let's give God praise for Donnie. Well, Johnny was right. I'm really sweat bullets up here. Well, how are you guys doing? Uh, if you open your Bibles up to Second Peter, chapter three, the title of this message, I made it uh, "Fighting for a Kingdom." You know, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world nowadays, but thank God Almighty, He gave His Son to rescue us from all this craziness. Okay. Second Peter chapter 3, uh, verse 1 through 3. Beloved, I now write to you this second epistle, in both of which I stir up your pure minds by way of reminder that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior, knowing this first, that scoffers will come in the last days, walking according to their own lust. Well, you know, there's a lot of people out there saying there's more ways to live than through Jesus Christ. And uh, I don't know about all you older generations, but... There's a lot of crazy beliefs, a lot of a lot of a lot of ridiculousness out there. I can't believe it. Mercy, but the Bible. This is our instruction. If you're having trouble with life, it's rely on God's holy word. This thing right here, it's, it's life, man. And it's an instruction on how to live our lives through Jesus, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, if uh, you gave your life to God, you rely totally on His uh, on His love. Trusting in him always through any trials, any situations, whether it be through addictions, uh, problems in the house, anything. Just give it to the Lord. Um, also, plain as light, like, like Pastor was talking about uh, having blind faith, turning on a light switch, light comes on. He also tells us in this good book right here about things yet to come in our life, about the end of days, you know, and... Uh, we have a mission. We can't lose track. We can't lose track of uh, what we're, we're meant to do here. You know, we have this life, and God puts us here to be a beacon of light in this dark world. In Mark sixteen fifteen, and he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That's our mission. We, we can't just uh, sit around and, at the house uh, and wait for someone to knock on the door. I mean, that sounds fun. You get to sit and watch TV and wait for that knock, but that knock never comes, then what What good are you doing? Stay in the Word. Go out there and uh, outreach. I really missed uh, outreach. I was working, but, you know, God strategically puts you in your place, workplace, home, daycare, all that, and you're doing your job. So it's pretty cool to know that you're a soldier, not, uh, I mean, a soldier, and God's holy army. 
Well, uh, you know, like I said, we all know that it's, it's getting closer, you know, for the, the rapture and the coming of Christ. And we have to keep a watchful eye. We got to, like I said, stay in the word. Just stay, stay in a relationship with the Lord. I need to tell you guys a story to get this feeling, trying to let you know what I mean. Uh, you know, it, when I was a little boy, my, my sister, my brother, my brother David, we, uh, my dad and mom and the other seven, I mean, uh, seven, seven, I mean, uh, my other siblings would leave to Walmart. My dad would say some stuff I wouldn't remember because I can't understand what he says half the time. But anyway, uh, the only th- his main point was do the dishes. I'm going to go to Walmart. I'm going to go get something. I'll be back. But I want those dishes done before I get home. So uh, we would sit there and wait. We had plenty of time. We had plenty of time to sit and do whatever we want. We'll just do them five minutes till he gets back. We'll see him go- come up the road. We can't wait that long. There's like seven kids in our family plus two adults. That's a lot of dishes. So we would, uh, we would sit there, and at the last minute, my sister, right when they left, would get up, start washing the dishes. Me and my brother sat there play Nintendo 64. And when she's almost done, we see my parents coming down the road. Oh, no, we got to get these dishes done. Ah. Go in there and start helping her. She's finished with the dishes. My dad comes in. But I'll finish that up in a minute. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, God, he, he, an example, my dad, my dad warned us he would discipline us when he would return and the dishes wouldn't be done. The Lord tells us, go out and preach the gospel. You know, we have brothers and sisters out there that need us, you know. God rescued us from who, you, you only know. You know where you were with the Lord. You know what he's rescued you from. And he gives us authority. So if you don't know, you know, he, he's given us Jesus Christ. He's given us Jesus Christ, dying on the cross for our sins. He's our salvation. Also, he's given us a lot of other stuff, you know. Through Jesus Christ, we have the ability to prayer, to command angels, to tear down Satan's strongholds. And I... Between, uh, well, not between us, because the world sees it too, there's a lot of stuff going on, and there's a lot of uh, strongholds that we need to take down. Like I said, that's our mission. We need, to, we need to start praying. We need to go out there and rescue these people and just pray for them. Don't, don't lose track of your, don't, don't lose track. Stay, stay focused. S- stay going. Head strong, you know, with the Lord. Uh and just to let you know what uh, authority we have, Second Peter 3.17. You therefore, beloved, since you know this beforehand, beware, lest you also fall from your own steadfastness, being led away with error of the wicked. Wait, which, yeah, I think I skipped skip something. Uh, like I was saying, don't, don't get caught up in the world. And then Luke 10 tells us the authority. That was my, my apologies. But uh, Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. 
you know, he tells you to do something. Hey, you know, I'm not, you know, don't go laying your hands on everyone, you know. But when he calls you to go pray for someone, pray um, for something, uh, go lay your hands on someone. We, you know, sounds crazy in a way, but you know it's not. He, he told us to do this. We should. We shouldn't be afraid. If we trust him, we, won't be, we shouldn't be afraid of him. We shouldn't be afraid of his word because his word is life. His word is truth. And he is an awesome God. He's uh, done so much for my family and I and gave us all you guys. You guys are a real blessing. And he, just saying, that's some pretty cool stuff, being able to lay your hands on the sick. They'll get up, you know. Prayer, that's an awesome weapon. We all see it. We, we all see that he's working. We should, don't, don't lose hope. But, you know, we're not perfect. We all fall short of the glory of God. And uh, some questions we've got to ask ourselves. Are we trusting in him? Do we truly know the weapons we have been equipped with? Not just armor, but we have those, those weapons that he gives us to use against the enemy and his attacks. Uh, we have to remember that Satan has a sinister plan in place especially in these last days. He's, he's, he's been doing it for a long time. We need to gear ourselves up for battle and keep our heads on swivel. That means staying right with the Lord, especially now. These are the last days. Jesus Christ is coming back soon. I mean, I've, I haven't felt this way. I would never, and how many, whatchamacallits, picture myself up here telling you guys this, but this is, this is real stuff. War is real. I've seen it physically, spiritually. It's a whole different story. It's more powerful than a spirit, uh, physical war. You know, spending a lot, um, eternity in hell is a lot worse than getting shot and dying. Because you don't know where you go, I know. But separation from God, that is, that, that, I don't even want to think about it. Uh, therefore, therefore, remember the word our Father has given us most of all. He's given us the Word and He's given us Jesus. And you know, uh, you have to walk by faith and not by sight. We got to make a stand. We got to make a stand, brothers and sisters. This is, our, this is our land. This is America. There's a lot of crazy stuff. We see it all the time on the news. We got to make a stand for our country. This nation was founded on God. And God we trust. Now it's, uh, hey, you can't, you can't pray with that person at school. Why not? That person's doing what they're doing. This person's doing what they're doing. Those two people are holding hands. Come on. I mean, that's a sign. That's a sign of in the times. Uh, last days, we should keep ourselves prepared and watchful. Keep our minds and hearts on alert. Uh, excuse me. You know, uh, I found out some interesting facts. I didn't know I'm still learning and having fun, walking with the Lord, and saying, uh, just meeting all kinds of people, hearing wonderful messages, and seeing God work in everybody's lives here. You know, and uh, but did you know a lot of Christians? They uh, that believe that everything that happened, not just Christians, but people too, they believe everything happens to them is meant to be. And can't change it. 
they can't change their outcome, but that, they're wrong. They need to come to the Lord. Hey, Lord, what am I doing? I mean, that's crazy. We need to, we need to, we need to stand, we not, no probably about it, we need to stand up. We need to man our, man our post. Go out there. And uh, also, a lot of, some Christians believe that we can't be, other believers can't be a, they can't be oppressed by demons. You know, we might not be able to get possessed. I don't know too much about it, but I know we can be oppressed. And that's why God gave his son, so we could call on his name. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke you, Satan. And we need to do a lot of rebuking. America needs to wake up and open this book, put the Ten Commandments back in Georgia. Not the new ones, not the NWO commandments. Take those out, destroy those, burn them. Turn them into arrowheads or something. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I, man. Okay, what? Why are there uh, believers that don't know the truth? Why are there people not coming to the one that gave us life, that loves us, that he gave his son for us, abilities to perform miracles in his holy name? Well, I'll tell you, because... Many of us are standing around and not making a stand. And that, I mean, no, no one wants to see their friends or family get hurt. Tired of seeing your friends and family suffer. You know, we, uh, it's written, we, we should preach the gospel. People are led astray. We need to get people saved and remind those in Christ not to get lazy. Uh, don't get complacent. Like I, like, like I said, this is now is the season, and we are seeing all these signs. But we're still here. Today is the day of salvation. We come, give ourselves to the Lord over and over again because we love Him and we want to make sure we're right. You know. And in uh, Jude one four. It's, I'm talking about all these people that it's it's hard to fathom how creative the enemy could be sometimes. But I'm just letting you know to prepare your prepare your minds and your hearts to these attacks. For certain men have concept and unnoticed uh, slipped in unnoticed, who long ago were marked out of this condemnation, ungodly men who turn the grace of our God into letitiousness and deny the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, we're not denying him. We're not going to deny our Lord because this nation is starting to go that way. They're starting to turn their backs on God. That means a lot more tribulation and a lot more trials in this nation. It's going to get a lot worse than it is now. It seems like a field full of daisies right now, but pretty soon it's going to be a, a wasteland. I'm just saying it. It's scary, but at the same time, we don't need to be scared. We're we're we have God on our side. We're Christian soldiers. He promised us, and He's going to fulfill His promise because our God doesn't fail. He's going to come for His people. But our job is to go out there and get 
more soldier, soldiers and his children back. Yeah. Claim those souls. In the name of Jesus. Now go back to my dishwashing story. You know, uh, Jesus Christ uh, said he's coming back. And that feeling of knowing my dad's right up the road coming back and the dishes aren't done, man, I'm going to get a butt whooping. Uh, he came in, looked at us. My sister completed the dishes, but we helped her at the last minute. He wasn't through the door. We finished up, even though we didn't start from the get-go. Uh, he said, good job. But, of course, he had a different accent than good job. It was more like something you probably need like scientists to figure out but anyway uh, uh, you know but he said good job good job you did what I asked no matter the time he didn't care about how late we did it as long as they got done but thank God for my sister for rescuing us coming out there and telling us boys you guys need to come in here and help me you know so Jesus have made us beacons of light, put us in these seats, listen to all the messages. Here every Sunday, Wednesday, every men's discipleship, we need, we're beacons of light. We need to go out there and tell our brothers and sisters to wake up. It's, it's time. He's coming home. I mean, he's coming, coming here. You know, uh, I want you to look around at each other. Uh, you, we love each other in here. But we just shouldn't love each, everyone in here. We should love everyone that comes to that door. Amen. We should love everyone outside. Even though they do all the crazy stuff, that's not them, that's the enemy. There's salvation for those people if they come to the Lord. I believe that with my heart. And as believers, we, we should continue to pray for those that are in our families or people that we know, even we don't know to uh, to find Christ I tell you what I have some brothers and my sister drive me crazy I, I pray for them all the time but it's a whole different story in Revelation 16 <laughs> man Johnny I'm really sweating sweating bullets up here but anyway uh, Revelation 16 15 he tells us again this is it's all in here I, I could I'm just Young man from Arkansas, but good Lord brought me here, these fine Texans, to do what he has in store for us. So, uh, but he tells us, right in Revelation 16, 15, Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. Let's not lose a watchful eye. Let's not stop doing what we're doing. Let's not stop coming to church. Let's keep doing what we're doing. No matter who shows up, no matter if there's 500 people, two people. Stay faithful because God loves you. Jesus is faithful to us. He will never lie and never forsake us. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Praise God. Amazing word. Amen. What a powerful word. Amen. We got a, 
You know, that, that dish story was amazing. It actually caught me. kind of got me thinking about these dishes, amen? And I know Donnie's daddy may have sound a bit different. If you've been here to talent show, you would have heard him. <laughs> amen? But, you, I mean, Jesus did give us the, 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 the great commission to say go out. And he told us to go out and, and preach the gospel and get out there and get people saved. And some people that got started, you know, got started and, and went running. And, and, and there's some people who are just now getting started. But guess what? It got to get done. Amen. The bottom line is before Jesus comes, we got to get out there. And he's coming soon. And just like if you were sitting there, if Donnie was sitting here and watching down the hill and seeing his daddy come, that would be us right now. Amen. There's still dishes in there. And I know some people have started, but we still have the opportunity to get in that kitchen and get soul saved. That's the bottom line. We still have an opportunity. We should be excited and pumped tonight. Amen. The, the word there, you know, Donnie's been out in battle. He's been out in battle and probably seen a lot of horrible things. Horrible things. And still his greatest fear is what's spiritual. The one he could see there, not the bullets that are flying, not all the, 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 the horrible things out there. When you think about the spiritual world, when you think about where you're going to spend eternity, we're more concerned about getting those people out there into the kingdom of heaven. Amen. And that was, that was something really powerful tonight. Let's be, let's be like those kids when we see daddy coming. Let's jump in that kitchen tonight. Amen. I'm going to ask everybody to bow your heads and close your eyes.